you never really know where life is going to take you. You don't really know if the friends that you made as a, you know, as a child, as a kid, if they're going to be in your life tomorrow. Whether you guys just grow apart or there's death or suicide or you guys are just not friends anymore because of differences. Like, we don't even know why we were chosen to grow in this particular body of ours. Obviously, it's to obtain certain goals, desires, dreams, and it's the, you know, it's the only thing. Where we are where we are because our consciousness needs us to be where we are right now. That's why we were given this body. But why? Why here? It's like I, I did like some research a while ago, and there just for within the United States alone, there's it's less than a one in seventeen chance, or I would be born in Miami. Meaning, no, I'm sorry, it's a one in seventeen chance just to be born in the United States, and then it's like from there, it's like a one in forty ninth. Or something like that. A very small decimal within the United States where I was born in, like Miami, where a lot of a, a city where a lot of people want to be at, and a lot of people are going through similar experiences. Like, oh, yeah, cool. I was born in New York or LA. Like, it's a whole. And we all were giving different lives, experiences. And I don't really know why. And I don't think we, none of us will ever know why. To be honest with you. But I do. I do believe, though, that the moment that we die, we're going to end up sitting at a table, a wooden, cheapy table, two chairs, and in front of you, it's going to be God, or your interpretation of God, but this person is going to resemble either someone that you love, you hate, something that you resent or regret. It's going to be an individual related to something like that. And this being is just simply going to ask you, so tell me your story. If it's a good story, you get to live a better life next time if the bad story it's probably going to ask you well since you didn't live the life that you wanted to live what are you going to do differently <clears throat> I feel as if the universe is very forgiving and quite possibly it could be that people commit suicide because this sir, this specific simulation isn't for them now, I don't necessarily agree that that's any excuse as to why you should commit suicide. But, you know, I've had the thoughts myself, suicidal thoughts. I think a lot of people in my generation has had those type of thoughts because a lot of us feel lost in ways, you know, um, because, hey, our parents didn't weren't there to raise us. School education system has been the same for over 120 years. Monetary policy has changed three times ever since 1945. (coughs) Meaning, 
a lot of people feel the way they feel the lack of purpose they're lost because if the structures and foundations around us don't evolve then how can we and our consciousness our brain is probably like man there's so much I know I can do but why is everything so flatlined and and because of that it creates a lot of flatlines and that hurts for people of everyone men, women, parents, kids grandparents, cousins brothers, sisters niece, nephews you name it and I think this is one of those times where in social media social media has developed the new divide that people haven't I think people are beginning to see what I mean it's those haves and have nots like having followers is another form of currency these days data followers crypto these are all new forms of currency that's not fiat these are all digital based and these are um, where we're going to and the I don't have any issues with people who were born beautiful or people who just simply work their ass off for their body or for their mind or whatever it is they decided to specialize in and publicize within social media. I think the biggest concern is that social media is fake. A lot of people put these descriptions about, oh, I wish you to have the best life ever. But do you, though? Do you really wish that? And not saying because... I'm not saying that, oh, you're a, you know, a menacing person and you want the worst for people. It's more like... It's competition then. You know? And in a way, people psychologically knows that you're not going to really do anything. <laughs> Honestly. Why would you do anything? Everything's been given to you, especially right now during the pandemic. Unemployment and all these other types of funds. People want a handout. Now, the people who've received handouts their whole life, like, they were just, you know, lucky in a way, like, they were <laughs> just born with, let's say, natural beauty, and then, yeah, things, things, do, things are a little bit easier for you. Or people who are just naturally super smart, or people who are just naturally physically talented, you know, like, do things do are easier for you than others. Um, but it's going to be harder for you because if you could be talented, but if you don't put in the work ethic, then, you know, you're never going to really win. Honestly, because you could be really good high school, college, ball, but then to get in the NBA, here's the deal, man. You need to put in the work. That's something that can't be taught. <coughs> you can always make yourself look beautiful by putting in the work. But I think the thing we all need to put the work in more is figure out a way how we can all be happy together. Because let's be let's be real, man. 
let's be real um, to my generation. We're not happy people. And that sucks. As a generation, we're not happy people. And it's for a wide variety of reasons. Education system, not really using the full potential of our brain. What the changes of time from what our grandparents told us, from what our parents told us, and what they told each other, and then what they told us, etc. It's so all different. And all we understand right now in this very materialistic society is that we have to get ahead. That's really what we all understand. But world right now is not a doggy dog world anymore. And it doesn't have to continue being that way. The problem right now is the problem crabs have. When you capture crabs and you put them in a bucket and you have a bunch of crabs there, the moment one crab is about to escape, another crab brings it down. And the process keeps going on and on and on forever and ever and ever. And in a way, it's true because if you look at politics, certainly that in order for you to win, you probably have dirt on other people. You have to put them down in some way, shape, or form in order for someone else to win. Meaning the person who can have more privacy rights is a lot of times might be the winner. And we see this in movies, shows, you know, just in front of our faces. And there's when it when you want to be the best, obviously you have to dominate. Not everyone could be number one, but that doesn't mean we have to destroy other people in the process. Because the truth is, I genuinely believe that our generation we genuinely want happiness. We want what we saw in these older films that we all love. Like, everyone has, like, one of those favorite, like, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s type of films kind of thing. Now, everyone do, does want some form of a traditional lifestyle. It's just very hard to maintain that, keep that, because the system has changed so much. And what they have given us are breadcrumbs. And... In society, societies thrive when your belly's full and they're giving us breadcrumbs. That's why self-education and self-development is very important. I myself, every day, have to work on something. I can be an angry person, I can be a mad person, I can be a very frustrated person because I want more. That's it. That's all it. I want more. And if no one else is willing to push me, I have to push myself. And I've been pushed through with negativity. Not necessarily something I enjoy. But that's how I've learned to live my life. My, I grew up alone. My parents, were div- my parents got divorced 
one month before my 13th birthday. And when I hit 13, a month, two, three weeks later, I wanted to just live with my dad. I didn't really want to live with my mom. She knew it, and I lived with my dad, but he was never home, so I lived alone. Because he was never home. He worked from like 4... Yeah, he woke up at 4 a.m., got home at 9 p.m. This was every day. And then on Thursdays, he would leave to Orlando to go, you know, because he worked for FedEx. And then because of his position at the time, he would travel around the, the world. Airport to airport, never left the airport, but he was signing contracts. Just signing contracts for FedEx. That's all he did. So, what time did I really see him? And my mom and I, we didn't have a great relationship growing up. It is what it is. No, we have a much, much better relationship today. But there's a different level of grind needed, a different level, um, a different type of habits developed that I've developed and that I have to unlearn and then relearn into new positive things that you guys already have and vice versa so there is problems you have and problems i have i have answers and you have answers what we got to figure out is how can we share them because if not if we can if you continue this trend Suicide rate is going to continue going up. Depression, whatever the hell depression really is, is going to continue going up. People are going to get sadder. And when you don't have an optimal happiness society, the production levels go down. And if we have lower production levels, we also have lower levels of, cre- of creative thinking which subdues our complete form of being able to have imagination and create things because that's what the soul is desires is to create the soul wants to create um but if we don't really do that then that's where you see that since since when they standardize education system it's to create good soldiers and good factory workers that's when you saw you started to see this trend of this the higher levels of happiness um just decline it's just sorrow went up suicide went up it's not that we see now that within our generation um generation y suicide rates are quite high but you know this started off with our grandparents our parents and and then because we ended up just seeing this some people would say all this in their life and as time went on it became more and more common our parents and grandparents felt just as lost but there was an opportunity like there is today so it was do or die and back then because of so much death in comparison to today it's like, hey, I can't die now because every, everyone had nuclear families in, into it, to a way. You know, imagine today, I don't know, I, I hope you guys are living different experiences, but I don't have a very united family. I have like 500 cousins and I don't talk to any of them, any of them. 
and that sucks. Some of you, you probably have very, very close family members, but the, the, the thing is that it's becoming less and less common. And if it becomes less and less common, <coughs> us as people, as humans, we're social creatures. And if we don't socialize, we will tend to develop internal mental problems. And that's where we see the rise of mental health awareness going up because we are not communicating with each other and building a bond. Back in the day, doggy dog world was kind of okay. Because imagine, you still saw your comp- your competitor every single day. You saw him in person. You talk shit to this guy all the damn time. This guy could have you know, been only four or five blocks away from you. Maybe you didn't see him every day. You saw him once a week or anything. But you knew you were there. But you knew for a fact you were going to communicate with him and some other people within their own, their own businesses, employees, etc. Whatever it is. So there... Even though you guys like low-key hate each other, you guys also low-key love each other because there was definitely good relationships amongst each other in some way, shape, or form. And the fact is, we had social behavior. We communicate with one another from a physical level. Not Now we see it's more of a cell phone. It's a cellular level. Imagine. It, so it's... The, there, there's you Anything you, you don't do, you don't try to do physically, you don't develop a bond with. Like, if you just text, you don't develop a bond. You develop a bond with your phone because you do so much with it. But you don't develop a bond with, like, the words themselves. The emotion is different. The significance of it is very different. Like, for example, if you go ahead and you send someone an email or you send them a handwritten letter, which one means more? Most likely the handwritten one, doesn't it? Even if they don't really, if they can't even read your handwriting, that would mean more, right? We don't see that (coughs) anymore. (coughs) Everyone's a bunch of internet bullies, and half the internet bullies are like four or five hundred pounds, and they're more insecure about themselves than anything else. Because imagine, if you're four or five hundred pounds and you've been stuck in your chair for four or five days. I'd be pretty insecure myself and try to bring other people down with me also. And it's human nature to do so, but it's something that even I do myself that I understand that, yeah, I want to be the very best and I'm going to be the best. I believe in the mama mentality. You got, you got to fucking dominate, but you got to dominate knowing that you're just the fucking best and you don't have to do anything to other people. And you're, you're only there like, to help them grow. Imagine, Michael Jordan knew he was the bit damn best. And yet he was still willing to coach Kobe. While they were playing against each other. Why? Because that's, that's when your level of success becomes significant. And that's when... Like, the moment Michael Jordan conducted that type of behavior, that's when the NBA actually began to change. We see it's like a lot more sportsmanship culture back then. It's like literally fighting, fight, fight, fight. And it was cool. It was part of the game. Like the only game I think that's really part of now is hockey. And if that happens today, it's like, man, this is lit as fuck, right? 
Like, cause why not? But times have changed. Before you couldn't be friends with the other teams. Now it's like raw boys and fucking hoes together. You get what I'm saying? So there is we we, we have look man, I don't know. I like to just be real about it, you know. I, I like when I'm trying to do these podcasts. I think it's important, you know, to have some raw, raw, raw conversations, like so. Just because, yo, some of the people look at it, yo, this might be a little vulnerable or weakness. But here's the thing, man: everybody's thinking this. A lot of people are thinking about this, and we have to talk about it because if we talk about it, then we can find those solutions. And that way, our generation doesn't have to be unhappy. We can be a very, very happy generation. And the happier generation is, happier. The, the way, if we can learn to create socioeconomics based on the happiness index here in this country, and based off happiness index is based off the growth of our individual incomes, that means like, Every, like there will be so much higher levels of productivity like two countries that measure it uh, a lot is um switzerland and colombia and and as we all know switzerland is one of the wealthiest countries in the world they're the people there make an average of eighty four thousand dollars a year yes they it's true they do pay a lot more taxes than um than we do and that's that is a problem but they have everything taken care of and they're extremely happy and colombia for example medellin is one of the business capitals of south america and they if you see them they are some of the happiest people in the whole world and the moment we can learn to teach happiness I think a lot of us would really, really change for the better, including myself. Because at the end of the day, having happiness, peace and security, love, that's the end of the goal as a human being, isn't it? Now, ha- having wealth is a tool. Having a lot of money is a tool. And it's a needed tool to also get what you want but i if we're gonna be able to really really do that i simply see that everyone in this country has to make more money than the rate of inflation and then be able to individualize themselves in some way shape or form you know to show people like hey this is who i am and be happy have peace security love etc that's when this entire country will prosper and the world will prosper because we're not doing that right now and imagine if we don't start thinking about that the rate of suicide will continue to skyrocket I don't want to be the next one. I don't want my brother to be the next one. I don't want my mom, my dad. I don't want any of you to be the next one. Sucks, man. But 
even if we want to be competitive with one another because look at sports everyone's competitive as hell the moment you're on the court you're on the field you're on the course you are enemies enemies but once you get off or like a or bad play happens an injury a foul anything look at that go and say yo you want to make sure your boy's okay In today's society, it's not like that. Maybe it never will be. And that's cool, in a way. But it can evolve and change. Because if, imagine, the government is already providing us a lot of genetically modified foods. Or foods with steroids, chemicals, artificials, water with fluoride. We're not eating the same quality of food as people were just 20 years ago. We're just more accessible to a higher variety of foods. Meaning, since you have more variety, you can be more selective. So, and, uh, and because there's more information out there, uh, you know what's healthy and what's not. So, that, that that's it. But the quality of the food is... Bad right now, and we're gonna need like something like V Chain to control the supply chain and moderate that to see if what we can do to for food and the food is what they're providing us is messing up with our minds, it's clouding us, and it's kind of hard to just be a hundred percent clear minded. Like, what would you have to do is you? Stop smoking, stop drinking, clean, drink filtered water, eat fruits, vegetables, lots of fruits and vegetables, and probably cut out meat for a while just to detox your body. If you're, you know, you're a meat eater of any kind, meat, fish, chicken, uh, and really clean out your body and then kind of start, start a little bit from scratch back, you know, because, hey, we can live to like three, four, five hundred years old. But the only way to do that is we have to colonize multiple planets and we have to find a way to really give a fuck about one another. Because right now we only have this one planet and we have limited resources and there is a way we can use all of our resources efficiently and not overuse them and still provide more food, water, oil any type of resource needed for the whole world there is um an overuse of our resources and it's like look at fish like uh, most most fish seven i think it's some around 60 70 percent of fish are overfished meaning we like why don't you just fish two and a half times less at least like care about your kids your grandkids because if you take away the fish, what are your kids are going to eat in the future? What are your grandkids are going to eat? What are your great-grandkids are going to eat? Is that what you want? You're literally giving people the recipe for a worse future. Is that how you really feel? Like, who really hurt you? I hope we could figure this out.
because I want to be as happy as possible too. I want to be so happy. I, I want to be as happy as those little extremely poor African boys that have absolutely nothing and they live in a desert in the middle of Chad and you know they only have like a blanket on for their you know their like their private parts and they're just dancing super goofy I've never been that happy that would be amazing and I think it's possible for all of us but if we don't focus on it and we don't make it a priority and an intention it won't ever really be possible that's my two cents fellas have a great one